Community Players Podcast Standby. Places, please. Hosts and guests, places, please. House lights, go. Hold, please. We are holding. Welcome to Places, Please, a podcast from Community Players Theatre in Beatrice, Nebraska, and the 10th and final episode of our miniseries Hold, Please, where we connect with past players from around the country and throughout the organization's history. I'm Jamie Ulmer, Managing Artistic Director at the Theatre. And yes, you heard that right. This will be our final episode in the Hold, Please miniseries. We'll talk a little bit more about that at the end of the episode. Our guest today is doing something very generous for the theater and something that I can honestly say I couldn't imagine myself doing. Jeff Porter joins us to talk about a charity run he will be doing on July 11th to raise money in support of community players. When we recorded this episode earlier in the week, he was just about $700 short of his goal of raising $2,000. As of the release of this episode on July 2nd, he is almost to the goal with just about $100 left to raise. But just because he hits the goal doesn't mean that you can't donate to support his run. Check the show notes for a link to his GoFundMe campaign. We talk with Jeff about what inspired him to start his fundraiser, his history with community players, and some of his experiences performing at theaters around the country, and how much it meant to him that community players was still here when he decided to move back to the area. Enjoy our conversation. Well, Jeff, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks, Jamie. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You bet. You bet. So let's start off with just some kind of regular podcasty things that we ask all our guests. Um, how did you get started with community players? What was the first thing that you did here? Man, the, I, I can't remember the year, but I think it was 91 or 92, and it was Man of La Mancha. Uh, which is the only musical that I have ever done in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I didn't think you did musicals. (laughs) I do not. I was one of the the muleteer guys. yeah, so, so, so they thought they thought your uh, you, the best use of you at that time was to put a horse head over your face and uh, and put you on stage that way, huh? Yes, exactly. I think that was my sign that I did not belong in musicals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think maybe, maybe uh, she was trying. To, they were trying to tell you something, right? Um, say, Jeff, uh, you're gonna sing in the chorus with the guys here, but maybe you should put this over your face first. Yeah. <laughs> um, what got you interested in acting? Uh, you know, it, it really was one of those things just kind of going back as a kid. I don't have a, 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 the big thing that sticks out to me is I just remember in junior high going back many, many years that I just remember, oh, our school, I grew up in Aurora and our school was like, oh, hey, we do one acts in junior high. And I thought, well, I'd like to goof around. So that let me go do it on stage. And it, I had such a blast. It really kind of started there. And then I've never really thought about it since. It was just always something that I, that, you know, this is what I need to do. Huh. And, and, uh, Aurora, Nebraska, Aurora, Nebraska. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. So even, even I am learning things on this <laughs> podcast. Um, because I'm, I'm originally from Sutton, so not oh, too far from yeah, there. Not too far. Yeah. 
Um, so uh, if you had to think of one show or moment that best summarizes maybe your experiences so far with community players, uh, what would that be? Well, to summarize in one show. Or, uh, or two, you know. Okay. <laughs> well, um, I... I'll do one from old a long time ago and one from since I've been back the last couple of years. Uh, really, it, this is an odd defining moment for me for community players, but this goes way back to um, even before you were director, which has obviously been more than a couple, you know, 20 plus years ago. Um, uh, what are you talking about? It's It's just been like a, a couple of months. <laughs> yeah right oh yes yes that was yeah yeah i forgot you're still like 27 yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and it it was and this it was i was an idiot as far as i was not it was a defining moment for me because i told you like back in junior high i, I kind of dorked around and it was it was just i liked to goof off and i never took i enjoyed acting but i never took it seriously and the and actually from being a man of la mancha the director at that time, I wasn't showing up for rehearsals on time. I wasn't um, doing, I wasn't being respectful to my cast members. And it would, the thing is that has always stuck out is the director pulled me aside and, and, and she told me, um, she said, if you don't show up for every single rehearsal from here on out on time, you are done and you're not going to do a show here again. Ooh, and ooh. <laughs> it was, and for me at the time, and I know it seems extreme for me at the time, it was exactly what I needed to hear. And it was a defining moment for me at the theater. And I came back and did the very next show, which was a comedy. And she just said, you remember what we talked about? And I, and, and I apologized and I said, yes, I do. And, and I apologize to my cast members. And so that summarizes my experience. And for me, that was a good thing. Um, oh, wow. So, and, and it really made me take serious of community players. This is volunteer, but they want to do the best that they can. And it takes a team effort. Um, and it was a good shot for me to realize you are not all what you think that you were. <laughs> and so everybody else has their part and it all makes a whole show. And so that was my long a time ago experience recently for one of the defining moments for me that, that really kind of capulates community theaters to me. It's the last couple of shows I've done since I've been back, um, especially um, well, really all of them since I've been, I've done four shows, but one of them really, I really enjoyed Lion in Winter and Shipwrecked because they were very challenging shows. And it really showed me the flexibility of what the theater can put on and just the quality the community theaters does. And so my experience has been working with awesome people, working with awesome directors. Um, you and I had the chance to work together on um, the, uh, oh, good grief, A Murder is Announced. And, and what mm -hmm. a fun experience that was to be able to go do shows up in Lincoln. And it really showed me how much the theater, I think to me, has grown and evolved over the years since I had been back. Yeah, that's uh, interesting you mentioned that. Um, maybe talk just a little bit. You've, you've kind of had two different incarnations of your involvement with community players. Um, there was early on, 
and then you moved away and now you're kind of back at it, uh, having moved back into town. A- anything you want to maybe add to that very loose and vague description I just gave? <laughs> um, uh, no, it just, I, we, we moved away from the area and I, I, and we came back in 2017 to be back closer to family and I worked from home. And, and so it was really a, a great opportunity to do that. And it was, it, I continuing to do theater while it was gone. It was one of those things that I was like, okay, I'm, I was, and we can, and I don't know if we're going to talk about this at all, you know, but it's, I was in places where I had lots of theater at my disposal. And I knew when I came back, I'm like, I am so thankful that BCP is still here because it was, it's really the only place that I can go without having to go a long ways from home to do, you know, shows um, where I would, you know, feel comfortable doing shows. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So, and, and that really is. And so since I've been back, it was just kind of funny. Some of it was just a change and some of it was just, Oh, we'll just pick up where we left off 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, now let's dive into kind of the 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 big reason why why you called um and that is the fundraiser that you've got coming up on July 11th. Uh tell us about this run that you're going to be doing. Who is chasing you and how much money do you owe them? <laughs> Well, um, I, last time I heard you and Tyler were chasing me. Um, uh, and so with one and of the, we'll be driving, we'll be the ones in the golf carts cause we won't be running. Nice. <laughs> Sorry. Throwing water balloons at me, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm going to do a, a, a 50 K, which is 31 miles. Um, it, that is what's called an ultra marathon, which is any distance, um, beyond a marathon for those of you that are familiar, if you're not familiar with the running terms, that's 26.2, um, miles is, is a marathon. And yeah, that's what I'll be doing. I'm going to be doing it all around Beatrice and the trails and some streets and some, some gravel, some pavement, um, yeah. Any anything else? No, no. I, and so you're doing this uh, as a as a fundraiser for the theater, correct? I am, um, and it's it it's a fundraiser for the theater. All the money that I'm doing this run is all going straight to the theater just to help uh, during this time. You know, just because of, of of you know some of the effects that COVID and and not being able to do shows has had on the theater, and uh, I'm really excited. Um, I have never done anything like this before. That was going to be my next question. Have you done this kind of uh, uh, fundraising run before? No. Yeah. yeah no. Um, I, I've I've been a part of organizations that put on races. You know, they say, hey, you know, it's kind of like a, any other fundraiser. Hey, part of the proceeds of this, every registration is going to go to X Y Z uh, charity, um, and that's awesome. And I thought about joining something like that. But then I thought, no, let's do something local. Let's do something that, that to help something local right here in Beatrice that is very near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. Have you run this far before? I have. Um, so I have done the distance. Actually, as, as bizarre as this will sound, um, 50k is actually that's my favorite race distance. <laughs> oh my um, gosh! <laughs> so um, even to this day, my, my wife still looks at me like I'm crazy. Um, 
and I've done this distance, uh, I think this, I don't twenty somewhere between 20 and 25 times. Um, however, it does not make that distance any easier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's always something that can, it's, I've had days of doing a, a cause this 31 miles for me, that means I'm going to be out there up close to six hours. Um, and there's always something that can go wrong, whether that's stomach or nutrition or, or, or drinking or, or such stuff can go absolutely wonderful and everything in between. So. Yeah, I, I was going to say, you know, you know, the, the story of uh, the length of the marathon and, and all that stuff, you know, from from ancient Greece, you know, the guy died when he did that run. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I, I didn't want to bring that part of the story out. Yeah. <laughs> so don't die on us. Um, yeah, I will try. So how can people uh, support you uh, as you're doing this run? So uh, I have set up, um, so the theater um, has a charity GoFundMe page, and I have set up a campaign on a charity GoFundMe um, that I called it uh, Jeff's Run for the Theater. And people can go there, click on the link, and you can specify your donation. It has a video that explains even a little bit more as to, you know, about the run. And... That's how you can support it. I have a goal of reaching $2,000 um, by July 11th. So um, here, you know, we're getting down to the wire and I, I would love to see us uh, meet that goal. Yeah, yeah, I, I would love to see us meet that goal as well. Uh, and uh, this episode is going to drop on July 2nd. So there is still time for people to uh, go online and donate in support of your of your run there on July 11th. Um, so what's the plan uh, for the day itself? Where are you starting? And should we post people along the route to make sure that you don't collapse from heat stroke or get chased by a stray <laughs> dog or wild turkeys? You know, along that hiking trail north of town, there's these wild turkeys that when I go for a walk, they kind of frighten me. Yes. Uh, and I don't know if you've noticed, but when you go north of town, not only now that they're like these well, turkeys, but there's also, I was almost kind of more concerned at the um, getting carried away by the giant flies out there as well that, that like to bite and peck that just drive me crazy. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, uh, but it's, that's good. To, I have to think about, I have to plan. I'll be carrying mace and dog treats for the stray dogs. Uh, just, <laughs> and, uh, and I have a Davy Crockett hat and a muzzle loader for the wild turkeys. So nice, nice. So, so then I'm, you can, I'm you can set. have dinner afterwards. That's right. <laughs> uh, so, but I will start the run and end the run at the theater. Um, and then I, I almost have my route finalized and, and I'm going to be putting out, I'll be putting out a weekly video update here at the end of, um, putting this out, um, probably Friday, uh, maybe next Monday with my official route. And I would, I'm going to have some spots where people can come and set up, um, typically in ultra marathons, you have what's called an aid station where you can come in and, uh, there, there's, there's snacks and there's drinks, or sometimes there's just a spot where people can, can cheer you on. Um, and so I'm going to have some of those. If people want to volunteer, I would love you to come out. Um, I, I'm not looking for a thousand people to cheer me around the route, but every once in a while, 
um, it's nice every few miles to have somebody to to give you something to drink or, or kind of somebody to talk to um, outside yeah. <laughs> of outside of the turkeys and the flies. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. And also, I should mention that uh, you'll have access to the theater's Facebook page that day. Uh, so you'll be able to uh, go live on Facebook um, on behalf of the theater and update people on the run as well during the course of the of the run. Uh, yeah, thanks. I yeah, I'm so excited about that. Um, my my uh, I'm going to be doing an hourly update. And so um, I will be starting like really early in the morning. So the first couple hours, you might have to watch them after they're stopped because um, you probably won't be out of bed. Um, I'm going to try to start about 530 in the morning. I was just um, going to ask when you were starting. <laughs> so, yeah, I will be in bed. And so uh, you can watch them with your cat later on yes (laughs) as we're having coffee um but uh, yeah definitely check out um again same thing when i do the lives you know give me some give me some thumbs give me some love uh when i'm out there and uh especially watch to towards the end um one because it'll be exciting because i'm almost done and two that's where you get to see me at my worst um (laughs) because i might feel like yuck and um look like yuck and i and i will i will share that with you so Ah, well, there's something to look forward to. <laughs> um, so what made you decide to do this this uh, run? I keep wanting to call it a race, but it's not a race. It's, it's just a charity run. Yeah, it, uh, it, and it happened to come about when I was just on one of my runs. I was, I'd run out here on the country roads outside my house a lot. And I was trying to think, though, you know, trying to think about the theater and just at the time, you know, we you know, you were really, you and, and, and Tyler and, and, and Mason, everyone's trying to figure out what to do, you know, with um, Flaming Idiots and shows getting canceled. And like, man, I wish there was something that I could do. And I literally was on the runs like, well, I could do a run. I could do a run and raise money. I like to run. I love the theater. And I was like, so let's do that. And uh, that that's how it came about it wasn't uh, just kind of this light bulb that went on when i was running well that's that's great and you know once again i just gotta say the theater just on behalf of the theater you know we really appreciate the support um because yeah even when we're not producing there's still expenses um you know the these podcasts don't put themselves up you know just magically uh (laughs) and uh just you know just other things just to keep things going and and planning for the future um so actually the shifting back to your work as a performer you've we mentioned it uh earlier but you've done you've worked in a variety of different places um talk about some of the memorable shows that you've maybe done outside of beatrice yeah uh, i i really really was blessed in the places that I lived. Um, I lived outside of Milwaukee for quite a few years um, and so had access to theaters, you know, lots of theater in Southeast Wisconsin um, and then also lived in uh, north of Orlando, uh, down in in Florida. And so there was, uh, I I had a lot of good experience and and those two combined was about um, 17, 18 years. So it was quite a bit. Um, and two, I have two specific, and, and, and before I go into that, and, and it was so fun because I had the, I, I was able to do community theater, professional theater, dinner theater, outdoor amphitheaters, um, 
uh, did uh, worked uh, stuff at colleges, and it was it was just so fun. And there were, there's two shows in particular that 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 I really was thankful that I was able to do when I was gone. And and one of them I was able to play Charlie in the Foreigner, which is my absolute favorite production. Mm-hmm. Which also brings me back to BCP because I actually was in the Foreigner first at Beatrice Community Players. Um, and way back, that was that was the show that I did after I almost got kicked oh, out of the theater okay, forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and I fell in love with the show. And I've done the show three times at three different theaters and played oh, three wow. different characters. Um, and so that I was able to play Charlie, which is the lead in that show um, up in Wisconsin. And then my, you know, my absolute favorite role that I've ever played in a show was Victor Frankenstein um, that I did for a professional dinner theater. And because um, it was just, it, it was, yeah, I had to laugh. I had to go mad. I had to be happy. I got strangled and thrown around the stage by the creature. I had to cry. I got married. I lost my spouse. Um, and I only left the stage for five minutes in a two hour production. Oh, wow. Wow. So uh, that's just a couple of the ex- ex- just a couple of the experiences. Yeah. Uh, just going back to the foreigner for just a second. Uh, so who did you play uh, when you were here? Here? I played Ellard. Okay. The, 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 um, the, uh, the younger kid. brother. Yeah. Yeah. And so then, then you played Charlie. I played and Charlie. Then, and then what was the third role that you played? I played Reverend David. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I played Reverend David myself um, <laughs> many moons ago. So yeah, uh, that's a that's a show that probably won't be produced um, anytime soon for a while, just because of some content there at the end of it. But it is a great show. I really enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, so you uh, are also wrapping up right now your first year on the theater's board of directors. Uh, what have maybe you discovered from going from being someone who had done a good amount of shows over the years, but to now being involved on the board and the administrative side of the organization? So being on the board, uh, this one, really what it may has made me realize this last year, I th- kind of the overarching theme for me is to show I mean, you know, we all know what goes on, you know, theater has a background and you have the costume and everything that goes on behind the scenes that you don't see on the stage. And then it made me realize here's a whole nother level that's behind the scenes of the behind the scenes mm-hmm. of all of these people with various backgrounds, various skills, various professional backgrounds and experiences, but with one common goal that everybody wants to see the theater succeed. And that's been something that has really stuck out to me is that, you know, there really is from you, um, you know, leading these meetings and and really appreciating Morgan as, as the president of the board and just to see your guys' passion for the theater um, and, and to see that succeed and to be a part of the vision for the future of the theater has been something that has just been super exciting. I, um, it, it's been a really great experience. 
Oh, good, good. Um, and now you've completed your board self-evaluation for this season. So That's good right. job. Yay. <laughs> um, now it's time for uh, a segment that we call Backstage Bloopers, where we ask our guests to share a behind-the-scenes mishap or story that can only happen in live theater. So what uh, comes to mind for your backstage blooper? Oh, boy. This one is easy for me. <laughs> uh, uh, so this is a not a backstage, but it did happen on stage in live theater. This was actually doing Frankenstein at uh, Old World Wisconsin Dinner Theater. And so in one of our back-to-back Saturday performances, at the end, spoiler alert for those of you that don't know Frankenstein, Victor dies. And so I am the last few minutes of the show, Victor dies and I die in the arms of the creature. The creature mumbles a few words because he is sad and he yells out his, his cry. And during one of the performances, a, pardon my French, but a loogie, flips out of his mouth and yes think yellow flemmy flips out of his mouth and lands on my lip oh my gosh (laughs) and i'm dead so i'm supposed to be motionless i'm sitting there thinking to myself under my eyelids did that just happen he sees it tries to be a really nice guy and wipe it off and oh. just proceeds to smear it across my face. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is my backstage blooper that I'm not sure how I'm ever going to top it. Um, so for two minutes that seem like four hours, I'm sitting there thinking, did I just get a cold? Am I gonna get yeah. flu? Um, how is it, if we get done, the lights go down. I ran down in the theater. It was this old building. Ran down to the basement, washed my face off, and he comes running after me. I'm so it was totally an accident, but yeah, oh, yeah. that was yes. Yeah, so I, I that is etched in my mind. <laughs> oh wow, that is that is something. <laughs> and uh, you know, nowadays you'd have to go into quarantine for two weeks. If, I know uh, it. Yeah, I, I'd have been you. done with the show. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> Wow. Um, uh, That actually just kind of reminded me of something I was going to mention earlier that I wanted to compliment you on. Uh, I had the good fortune to work with you uh, in one of some of my earlier seasons here, um, particularly uh, Mousetrap. I remember working with you on that. I think there was probably one other show that we did before you moved. Um, But uh, now that you since you've come back, I've really seen your growth as a performer in that time you can definitely tell that you've gone out and had a lot of experience and uh yeah you just have you bring a a renewed kind of uh, intensity and focus that uh, you didn't have uh 20 from years ago <laughs> well thank you i appreciate that that yeah that means a lot so uh what hopes do you have for community players going forward aside from raising two thousand dollars on july 11th yeah, that's obviously hope number one. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just really hope just in general with all the just uncertainties going on, you know, in just society and everything right now, just the hopes that that sooner than later, um, 
that the theater can can really get back, you know, on its feet, and 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 not only just get back on its feet, but that people would realize what uh, I just like the term what a gem the theater is, um, because I, I don't really think that a lot of people have a realization that if this theater was not existent, and 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 that's uh, I. There, I don't think there's any danger that the theater is going anywhere, but there, it's just that that realization, you know, like it's as if you have that really good restaurant in your town, and you and and you know that if that restaurant goes away, there's going to be no good place to eat. That same mm. type of analogy that it's like this, they realize what gem that this has for the community, and that more people from the community would not only come volunteer, join us in shows, join us to come help but then would also just come watch the shows. And so I would love to see the theater moving forward, just being able to experience more seats getting filled with, with people watching shows and, and also just maybe being able to do even more partnerships with, uh, I thought the thing we did with Lincoln Community Playhouse was, was awesome. I would love to see the theater even being able to branch out more and to be able to see it just grow and to show people Hey, look what the theater can do. Um, if that makes sense, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like it sounds like someone has read the strategic plan. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, sorry, that's a bit of insider trading. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it was very all very sincere, actually. Uh, but I would say uh, that same thing whether I was, you know, on the board or not, for sure. Right, right. Um, so once again, uh, tell us how people can donate to your run to support the theater. Yes, if you are listening, please go to um, my GoFundMe page. Um, I believe there will be a link below. Is that correct, Jamie? Yes, or, or we will put it. Yep, we will put a uh, link in the show notes. And so, um, but it is a charity GoFundMe. Jeff's run for the theater, so um, it's a it's a direct link there. If for some reason your brain just forgets about anything that we said, you can look me up on Facebook, and I can send you a link. I have posts on it, and then also a very easy way to remember is that there will also be a page on the Beatrice Community Players website where you can go and click on the link and give that way. And I will give a plug in right now. Um, I believe we are sitting at $1,245 out of 2000. So if you do the math, we need $755 more between now and July 11th. Um, so if you've thought about giving and you haven't, um, please do. Uh, it, it really is a, a, a I don't really like it. just for lack of better words, it really is a worthy cause for an awesome organization. And, and as Jamie said, it's it's something that we can do to help get through this next month. You know, maybe it's to help get something that just needs to be done regular maintenance on whether it's home to, um, you know, keep just keep keep the lights on and so please do give um we don't have to stop at 2000 so if no, you want not to, at all <laughs> so give what you can and every dollar will be used i know for the benefit of the theater yeah yeah well in fact as you as you were saying the two thousand dollar mark that's kind of the ballpark figure that that we've been running with just on the uh 
upgrades and changes to the facility that we're having to make in response to COVID um, as far as uh, buying touchless faucets and soap dispensers and all those kind of uh, upgrades and and our our stockpile of hand sanitizer and and uh, Clorox wipes. So you just all of that kind of stuff. That's just think of it like that. You're you're when you donate to this, you are preparing the theater to eventually reopen in as safe a way as possible. So, um, Jeff, is there anything else you'd like to add before we wrap up? Uh, not too much. Um, just please, one more time, go uh, again. Remember Facebook Live, July 11th, when, I, when I'm doing my run. Uh, charity GoFundMe, go give to the theater if you've already gave. Thank you so much on behalf of myself and Jamie and everybody else um, involved with the theater. Thank you. And if you have um, share like with all of your friends and even people that aren't your friends, we'll take their money too. <laughs> That's right. Um, their money still spends. <laughs> and other than that, I thank you, Jamie, for having me on the show. And uh, I, I really hope that we can work together again very soon on a show. And I, I really wish the best for the theater and hope we can get back up and running because um, I'm sure it, it, many people listening to this can echo they are ready to come watch some good stuff at uh, BCP. Once again, thank you, Jeff, for joining us on the podcast and for doing the charity run to help us in this time. And that's Lights Out and Curtain on our special Hold Please podcast miniseries and a wrap on the first season of our Places Please podcast. As you may know, this podcast started in February as a pre-show outreach tool designed to be like an audio version of a show's director's notes. When the pandemic hit, we were able to repurpose the podcast to reconnect with past performers, an artistic director, and even two founding members of the organization. As the calendar turns to July, we are turning our focus to reopening and attempting to return to in-person live events. July also means it's the end of our fiscal year, and we technically have started the 2020-2021 season. The next three months, we are branding as CP Standby. You see, when you hold a show in rehearsal, everyone is told to stand by and get ready to resume the run. Hopefully, that is where we now find ourselves. Our immediate return to live events will not be like it was pre-COVID, as we target smaller-scale efforts at first, which will accommodate social distancing, restricted seating capacity, enhanced cleaning, and other health and safety measures, all to make sure that our volunteers, patrons, and staff are confident in returning to the theater. You can visit our website for a full list of all of the procedures we are putting in place. Now, hopefully the next time you hear my voice on this podcast, it will be as a pre-show talk for an upcoming live event. This podcast is a production of Community Players in Beatrice, Nebraska. Be sure to follow us during this time on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can support the theater by making a donation either directly to the theater or, if it's before July 11th, in support of Jeff's charity run. Ordering a 2020-2021 season ticket, buying a gift certificate for a future event, or ordering CP merch. Thank you for being part of this special Hold Please mini-series. And a huge thank you to everyone who was a guest on this show the last several months. Stay safe, because we want to see you all again at the theater. Curtain in. House lights up. 
Thank you, podcast. Make sure to reset your props and hang up your costumes.